Welcome, everybody, to another exciting edition of Race Tech FXR Racing Privateer Island Life podcast. This is number 41. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Really appreciate you guys hearing the stories of these heroes out there each and every week fighting for uh, to get off the island of Privateer Island. And uh, whether it's 250 guys, 450 guys, whatever, a lot of real interesting people in the pits, a lot of really interesting stories in the pits as well that you'd never hear about or, or don't hear about much because we're all focused on the uh, Tomax of the world. But, uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. Like I said, Race Tech, FXR Racing, Privateer Island Life Podcast. FXR, if you go to fxrracing.com, Pulpamex30 is the code. You can save 30% off your next gear purchase. FXR prides itself on the quality and precision that goes into making each set of motocross and off-road gear designed by racers for racers. FXRRacing.com and Racetech, of course. Get some suspension work done through the folks at Racetech. Get some oil changed. Uh, Pulpamex18 is the code to save at Racetech. they got the gold valves that everybody's known, known about that they've had for 100 years. And they have, uh, they'll take your air forks, turn them into spring forks. The HEP Suzuki team uses Racetech. They've got a whole motor department now at Racetech, so they also do that as well. Please check those guys out, support this podcast, use those codes, we'd uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. With me on the line to talk about 250 E-Series and uh, many other things, longtime privateer hero, Van Martin. What's up, Van? How are you, man? What's up, Steve? I'm doing good. It's good to hear from me. Yeah, dude, you've, uh, you've been on the circuit for a while now, and one of those guys that... Uh, like we talk about you in our fantasy podcast, like you, you come through a lot of times because you never ever quit, you never pull off. Yeah. It's going to take a lot for yeah. Van Martin to, to DNF a race. Yeah, for sure, I always try to. I've had had to overcome a lot in my years of racing pro, and uh, I've learned to deal with injuries and deal with crashes, and just try to push through it and never quit, never be the one to pull off in a motor, and still try to make up as much. Or points or positions mm-hmm. as I can. Yeah, no, absolutely. You just never know, right? Um, you've been yeah. fighting, fighting the privateer life for a long time now. Um, you're doing it out of a van, from what I can see. Who's your sponsors right now? What mm-hmm. what's, What is on the side of your van? Like, I haven't really stopped and looked, but it looks like they're sporting. Yeah, I mean, I have a whole lot of sponsors on the side of my van, but my my title one uh, is All South Sprinkler Company. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, sprinkler company out of Georgia and by Atlanta and. Uh, uh, I met John McCullough, he's the owner of it, uh, a couple of years ago, and he's been a huge blessing to me that I met him, and uh, he helps me with, uh, with my, a lot of my expenses and stuff. So that's my title sponsor, and then I got, of course, Honda Houston. I've been with them for forever. Yeah. My dad, right. he's a service manager there. So, um, yeah, you got a little, you've got an inside stuff. hookup at Honda Houston for a long time now. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, but it's not it's not as uh, big as everyone thinks. You know, everyone thinks I get free bikes and free parts and stuff. But uh, yeah. yeah, I get. I mean, I get dealer pricing on bikes and then uh, uh, cost of plus ten percent on parts. So uh, it's a little bit different than everyone thinks. They think I just get because my dad's worked there for so long. I get free stuff, but uh, no, it's it's straight privateer. You know, I get help, but uh, well, I will I will admit I did take a sideways glance one year when you rode Cowies. And I'm like, why is Van yeah. Martin on a Cowie? <laughs> yeah, that that deal was pretty crazy. And that was supposed to be a good, good deal coming straight from amateurs, you know. And uh, me, Matt Lemoyne, and Gain on Debt were on Jab Motorsports. Supposed to be uh, factory carry support, getting money, and uh, all that. And it didn't really end up being what it was promised. And <laughs> But I like the bikes while I rode them. Just, uh, just yep. kind of folded. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay. Um, hey, yeah. so so the sprinkler guy out of Georgia, like, yeah. is he into moto? Is I mean, is it, it must yeah. be a pretty big company to help you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His uh, 
His son raced motor race Loretta's, uh, was a good rider. He's really good friends with Wes Williams. And, oh, okay. Uh, I know Wes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's uh, yeah, exactly. And that's how they kind of got to know who I was. Wes made videos of me, uh, following me through Road to Loretta's and all that stuff. And um, he just liked my personality and knew who I was. And then uh, just went from there two years ago. And he's a big fan of motor. His son used to race, like I said. And mm-hmm. they support the sport, like, fully. So uh, Nice. Yeah, he, he likes it a lot. He likes to watch. He just likes to help me out. So yeah. he's a really good dude. Dude, and you're on the road. You're driving, right? Like to all the nationals last year and stuff, and this year, like you're driving. Yeah, dude. I was driving to the races, except for like three or four, and then coming back home to be home. Like we leave Saturday after the race, uh-huh. drive 20 hours to get to Houston. I had I had three or four guys with me, so that, that kind of helped out a lot. But, yeah, um, yeah. We would drive all the way home so I could be home in my regular training regiment and leave on Thursday to go to the race. Yeah, that's gnarly. You're, yeah. You're gnarly. Dude, it was nuts. Yeah. yeah, 20 hours every weekend. Like, there, right. leave straight after the race, come back. And I'm still kind of doing that. So, Dude, and, se- um, Seven Deuce Deuce <laughs> flies. He's rock star compared to you. Yeah, dude. And, uh, dude, that was the thing. Last year I wasn't supposed to be driving. And then my buddy, John Park, Progression yep. uh, Generation Service, he's supposed to bring my bike, and then he ended up doing the Canada thing. And so I was kind of left like, uh, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. But um, so I just drove back and forth with a few buddies. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, so I just drove. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of just my whole, uh, I kind of just wing it sometimes, you know. It's mm-hmm. like if I have to drive, I drive, and I got people helping me out, different people with help. Yeah. Kind of help with the expenses, and then uh, yeah, just if I got to do it, I will get a couple of buddies to help me drive, and we just pin into the race, try to make some money, and or at least yeah. cover our expenses, yeah. and then, uh, come back home. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. So I didn't. Uh, what happened in Atlanta? Uh, we we talked before I hit record. You told me a little bit, but t- tell tell the listeners. Yeah, um, I, I qualified decent. I didn't. Uh, a lot of people don't know. I've been hurt since Oakland. Just, uh, I crashed in the 450 class. I was in 450 West, uh-huh. and I crashed in practice. Hurt my shoulder pretty bad. I didn't pop it out, but um, I, I guess they, what everyone's been calling it is a contusion or whatever. You know, I just, like, mess up the ligaments, and it's really, really weak. Like, I can't even ride during the week. So I haven't been riding in the week, and then I came in Atlanta feeling good, feeling better, and uh, – I I heard throughout practice, but it was enough to qualify decent. I qualified like 28th or 30th, something like that. Mm-hmm. Not where I want to be, but um, I had a bad game pick in LCQ. Since that whole triple crown format, um, yeah. it was a little bit tougher to qualify. And I the first start before the red flag, they had a red flag because the kid went down. Oh, but I was he, way in the did back. He ever, did he ever go down? Oh, boy. Dude. Is there a video of that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw a video. You can see it in the background on on the TV broadcast, I believe, on the or on the online thing. You can see yeah, the he, guy in the corner he, just fly through the up air, just just like Pike, but worse. Yeah, it was Pike Francis and the other French dude, yeah, um, Azuti. Yeah, but yeah. his dude, he he was laying in the worst spot, like just out. Like, yeah, yeah. Just you know, I I I thought it was horrible, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not a good thing to see that. And then 
No. Poor uh, line, and you're just like everyone's watching him, like yeah, he parted off, like oh, oh, oh shit, you know. Yeah. No. Uh, it's not, oh. Yeah, but after the red flag, I ripped the start. I was like second or third, and came out of the first corner, washed the front, got ran over, just freaking mangled. Jerry Robin was one of the guys that hit me, which oh, Jerry. probably screwed up a lot of people's fantasy, so that's kind of my fault too. But uh, Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll blame. Poor Jerry. Poor Jerry. He had the whole shot. He was leading the first Jerry. one. He was leading the first start. Yeah. Yeah, and it was kind of, dude, I had to start the second one, and I just lost the front end, like, and ended up getting ran over my shoulder that's already been hurting, so now it's even worse, and I went to the asterisk rig, and they're pretty much like, can't see anything in x-ray, so you need to get an MRI. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't have any more, like, <laughs> I don't need any more hospital bills or yeah. CAT scans. I don't need any more freaking yeah, yeah, yeah. medical bills, so... He's running it, I guess. So, Seven Deuce Deuce was on the show on Monday, on Pulp Show, mm-hmm. and we were talking about this Triple Crown thing. Now, I love it. It's great. Uh, I love the, mm-hmm. the interest in it and the excitement and everything else, but guys like him, guys like you, bubble guys, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't get any exposure. You don't get anything. You go all yeah. the way there for three practices and one gate drop and, you know, call it a day. Again, I you know, yeah. I, I can't complain too much because – I love the Triple Crown stuff, but, man, if there's a downside, it's that us, the viewers, the fans aren't seeing dudes like you, dudes like Seven Deuce Deuce. I mean, he's he gets, he's got in four main, so he's done a good job. But mm-hmm. but there's a lot of guys like uh, um, Savage Nagy, Alex Savage Nagy, these type of guys. Yeah. We, just, we never see these guys, and, and you don't get any exposure. Yeah, you know, I, I like in the 450 class, it was – like really, t- I didn't like that format at all. I didn't even go to A two because I was like, it's it's pointless. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like uh, I don't want to go there for two practices and like yeah. four laps of LCQ. Yeah, the class was just so gnarly. Then, like realistically, it's gonna be super tough. I'd have to get a gnarly start in the LCQ to yep. make it happen. But in the two V class, I feel like I should be in it. Mm-hmm. So that one, I'm like, it, it kind of sucks that I didn't make it. But um, yeah, I see exactly what you're saying and what Seven is saying that. I like the format for, I mean, if you make it, it's, all, it's oh, yeah. sick, you yeah. know, but it's just going in the whole day. You're just, there's so much more pressure to be like, I'm not going to even get to race in front of all these fans. And I should be, you know, yeah. like, I mean, yeah. like if some people come to see me and it's going to be so much stress. My whole day is so much more stressed <laughs> out and yeah. just, you got to make it happen. And it's like, yep. it's way tougher than the normal format, which is, it's cool for the good, the top guys who they race more, but mm-hmm. I feel like they should show like maybe just a brief LCQ highlight. You know, like yeah, that would be I, I'm with you. Something that'll make it better. I agree. Then, and sometimes it's the best races of the night. So, yeah, um, you know, it, it's just it's six on one, half dozen on the other. It's uh, it's tough, man. So, yeah. um, you, you when not when I think of Van Martin, I I think of a guy that is real close to making mains, but does hasn't made a ton of them, and is real close to scoring points in a national. But hasn't done that a ton either. Um, sometimes, I'll, has it been frustrating for you over the years? Like you, seriously, you're just uh, just shy of mains, just shy of points in, in motos, and, and I love it. You're still out there giving it all, but goddamn, you got to be so frustrated sometimes. Yeah, dude, it, it's definitely frustrating. But um, I don't know. I'm just trying to deal with some stuff. I feel like I've. I still haven't reached the level I was at in 2012, in my last year in the amateurs, mm-hmm. and it's been 
literally every year has been filled with one or two injuries that no no one really even notices. Yeah, I'm out for half the year, or I miss a whole season of Supercross, or I miss outdoors. You know, it's like, and then I come back and I'm just getting done with the injury, only have a couple weeks on a bike, and I got to go into the season. Like yep. it's it's been like that. It's for like one thing or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four years I've been pro, and I've had to deal with missing this one season and then jumping in not ready not mm-hmm. just just struggling from the beginning and then it gets more and more frustrating each weekend yeah and then i have a good weekend where i'll score points or like in 16 i made four mains and supercross mm-hmm. and and that was a good year i stayed healthy throughout that year but um all the other years have just been kind of injuries that no one's seen that i'm just like trying to overcome and i'm trying to just yep. just rebuild almost like I'm trying to use them as rebuilding years and I'm like okay let's focus on staying healthy right so that next year I'm already in the swing of things but but you got to get going at some point and that's what I'm trying to work on is just just getting going and putting all that behind me and yep. not being as, as timid anymore just and, just really going for it and it's this circle of um it's this circle of getting stuck on the privateer island because you don't have the good enough results to to get a better program as far as flying or having a home base, and then you 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 don't have a home base, so then you're driving and you're wearing yourself down, and you're not having the greatest thing, you know, your greatest practice week, and you show up at the race is not 100 percent ready to go, and you're it's a cycle of like trying to bust out of that, right? I mean, like like Adam, sure. like talking about seven deuce deuce, like. A couple of years ago, he's just like, you know what? I'm not doing Teddy Parks. I'm not driving with Crazy Ted in his crazy cowboy hat. I am going to stay with my home base, and it's going to cost me a shit ton because I'm flying, but I'm going to stay in my home base and go back and forth, you know? And, yeah, I mean, it's cost the money, but he's trying to trying to do it. But, I, I, you know, I'm not saying that you need to do that. I have no idea. But it's one of those things where your program isn't quite there, and then your results aren't quite there, but which comes first, right? Yeah, exactly. And – yeah, I feel what Seven Deuce Deuce is doing, that's that's the way to do it. But unfortunately, like, I can't. Yeah. I try to link up with Ted before the series yeah. and see if he could bring my bike. I try to I try to find people that would bring my bike, but it's just, like, so much money, dude. Yeah, oh, it is. Like, it uh, is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I'd rather, yeah, if someone could help out with gas, I could have my buddies come and not, like, uh-huh. not be stressed about money versus yep. flying to a race. Wow. But in in sixteen, yeah, that was a year I did good, and last year I had the two digit number because of that. And uh-huh. that I was pretty much flying to every race because I had um, compression generation services that okay. John Pock was bringing my bike yeah, yeah. for super cheap. He was like, "Dude, I just want to." His dad was helping me out. Just he wanted a bike in the show every weekend, you know, yeah, because yeah. John was just he was close to making it, but he wasn't always there. So it was like, if you had a bike under the rig that was in the show, that's awesome. Yeah. And, he was helping me out with price, and I was having. It was good. Uh, yeah. John was also was helping me with flights, and everything was good that year. But it's been like last year wasn't very good, and then mm-hmm. with injuries, and then this year I'm I'm still struggling more with money than I was in '16. Wow. So it's like, and and I don't have a ride for my bike really. So. <laughs> I uh, yeah. no, hey, listen, man, it's tough. Like, I envy you guys. I was there as a privateer mechanic, and I was still probably living the luxury life as a privateer mechanic compared to what you guys are doing, you know? Um, yeah. It's, uh, and then also, too, like, the purse money in 250s, like, it's not very good. So, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sure. You, you, it's, it's I mean, tough. it's it's better, um, I'd say, than the first year I raced pro. I mean, I yep. was only making 500 to qualify. Now it's 650, so yep. um, it's, it's 
it's a little bit better if you can get all your expenses covered. You yeah. Know? Then, then you're making six hundred fifty bucks a week. But um, if you can't, like usually yeah. I can't. So <laughs> it's usually that six fifty turns into three hundred, and you're only <laughs> maybe making three hundred a week yeah. to pay all your bills. I mean, I have a house and. Um, I split it with a roommate and my girlfriend, but, uh, yeah, I got a, I financed a dirt bike too. I got a couch and fridge that I finally just made my last payment. Oh, for. nice. Nice. Good yeah, job. Yeah. So job. I finally got that paid <laughs> off and I have a couch and fridge and a washer and dryer in my name that are nice. So yeah, I got a lot of payments in three, 300 bucks a week when you look yeah. at it. It's tough in the TBD class. It was nice making yeah. a grand in the 450 class. So. Yeah. For sure. Uh, ah, yeah. we saw you last year in 450 motocross. Uh, what are you mm-hmm. you gonna do that again? Do you know what's uh, what's the plans for motocross? Um. Well, I just got this this new 250. I got like a week before. Well, I got it finally done the week before Dallas for East Coast, and mm-hmm. I really like this thing. And Naveen. Uh, oh, Naveen. The motor Naveen's, Naveen. Naveen's still yeah. around doing motors. Good. I like Naveen. Yeah, dude. Good dude. He kills it, dude. Good. I. I feel like I'm on a factory 250. I'm not gonna lie. Sweet. I mean, unfortunately, it blew up last weekend in first practice, <laughs> but but we're getting it handled. So uh, yeah, it's all about testing. He he hasn't had his hands on that new motor for long. So <laughs> we're we're going through some stuff, but that thing rips, and I really like to race the 250 class um, for the first couple at least, and first yeah. I don't know, first three or four, and mm-hmm. the close ones, or the I'll be in California and then. Colorado's not far from my house, and then yeah. um, I think is Muddy Creek still after that. Yeah, yeah, probably. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's not far either. That's that's pretty close to. But when I say pretty close, it's fifteen hours. You know. So. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah, you're not you're you're far for sure. Um, FXR Racing and Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast Number Forty One with Van Martin, everybody, a, pr- a true privateer hero. Look, we talked about the difficulties of of driving and the difficulties of making money. But man, you're probably having a fun time, right? I mean, this is for all the ups and downs. This is a pretty cool gig you got going on. I mean, I did it as a mechanic. It, there's some real fun times. Yeah, for sure, dude. I, I love what I do, and I wouldn't trade it for for anything else. Even if I'm struggling to pay my bills, like people always ask me, like, why I do it? Why I'm not making money? I'm like, dude, if I can make enough to pay my bills, like, look at what I'm doing. I'm living my dream. Like, <laughs> right, right. Everyone. Everyone has dreamed of this. All these kids that I know around, like, Houston, Texas area, you've dreamed of doing this. So if you can make just enough to squeeze by, yeah, like, that beats working a regular job all day, which I had to do in 15. So yeah. I did that for one year while I was hurt really bad. And um, I worked at my dad. He was a service manager at Honda Houston. And mm-hmm. I worked there in the setup department. And for a year I did it. And I was like, dude, this is driving me nuts watching my competition. Yeah, that yeah. I think I should be getting. They're getting top twenties and making mains, and I'm like, I'm working a normal job. What am I doing here? And I'm, I mean, I'm making money, but yeah. this sucks. You know, like this really sucks. I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. I want to. I don't want a real job. Moto. Right, right. Yeah, I want to race moto as long as I can. Yeah. And I'll figure out if I need to go to school. I'm a, I'm a really smart kid. I always had good grades in high school. I finished high school and graduated early, so yeah. I can go back to college. I can. I'll figure something out. Um, I mean, I want to stay in the industry, hopefully, but um, you got yeah, to. Um, I'm, I'm a smart kid, so I'm not worried about it. You got to get on that European race circuit too, where you can chase the money a little bit, like Stank Dog and Bowers and these guys, you know. 
Yeah, it's, dude. Give me give me on that the A Ray program. Go to Finland or I, I will. I can get you I'll get dude, you to Finland. I'll go year. racing a I will go racing in Duracross and I <laughs> We'll wreck it, dude. <laughs> let's do that. Let's do. Let's put you in the Pulpomex Enduro Cross uh, program, which uh, which claimed El- Cold Neck and Alex Ray, and then uh, I'll get you, I'll get you into Finland. I can do that. Remind me. I'll forget about it. So you got to remind me. But um, um, it's not a problem to. Uh, but you know, if you have a gear bag and you want to throw your suspension, then you know there's money to be made all over the world. You know, uh, not a lot. Yeah. You know, a guy like you, you're not going to crush it, but you're going to make money. You know, so yeah, for sure. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Um, hey, yeah, I'm trying to get on a sticker program too, Steve. Come on, dude. <laughs> bro. I am tapped out. <laughs> Phil, Phil and A Ray just took all the money. That's it. Big uh, money, dude. And I, big I, money. And I should have done one with Bowers. I'm kicking myself because A Ray's on the injured list. Oh God. Um, hey, uh, I don't know how else to bring this up, but didn't you like smash your face in at some point? Right? You had a bad injury. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, at the end of fourteen, I had a, uh, I had a decent year. I broke my wrist going into Supercross in fourteen, so I missed all all those rounds. But uh-huh. uh, in in outdoors, I did decent. I scored quite a few top twenties, four or five motos, I mm-hmm. think. Yep. And uh, I instituted a number by a couple points. And then um, after the season was done, I, I went to this local race at Cycle Ranch. It was a big money paying race so it was a night race which is kind of sketchy and um there was this huge double that was really just like two tables out of the first okay. corner yeah and the first time i went there for a night race like uh, a couple months before that i ripped the outside got the whole shot hit the two doubles and i had four seconds on the pack <laughs> nice like right away good move right yeah 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 and i'm like oh i'm doing that again my little brother's like uh, no, I don't think you should do it. And you have to line up on the very outside and just rip the outside and launch it. And there was a couple of good dudes there. There was like, um, I think he's, he's there. It was a, it was a big money pain race. He's Harrison. And then, yep. uh, a couple more, I don't, I don't remember who was there exactly, but it was good dude. So I knew I had to like rip the start and get away. So I went for it. The lights were terrible and, when they prepped the face, they kind of back dragged. Um, and you know, on the very, like, I was on the very right side of the face. So the very right side, when they're back dragging with the dozer, it left like a little blade yep. mark. Like, um, it was kind of built up. Mm-hmm. So there was like an edge on the very right. Yeah, yeah. And I ripped, I ripped the outside. And since the lights weren't very good, I didn't really see the edge on the face. And when I hit it, it ripped my foot off because I hit the oh. dirt on the edge. Oh, my. Dude, and I literally, Superman, this is like a 120-foot jump, dude. Oh, like, boy. Huge. And Superman, I held on the bars the whole way and <laughs> came up short onto my face. It face, into the, face into the handlebars or face into the ground? Like you're, you're... Face into the ground. Like, luckily, my head cleared like the landing, like the next table yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. So my head, head letting right on top of it, but dude, oh, I didn't get knocked out. I do, like that's do, the crazy thing. Do you have you seen I video? Broke, have you seen video of this? Yeah, I have a really crappy video of it. I could send it to you. Please send it. I gotta see it's this. Insane. I got this yeah, sounds it's just insane. nutty. All right, when we hang up, send me this video. Uh, okay, so you didn't get knocked out. You didn't get knocked out. No, and I completely. That's why I completely believe in the Fox helmets, and I wear mouthpiece. So mm-hmm. I advise like kids to wear mouthpiece. Rhino told me that, and I thought it was a very good idea. Mm-hmm. And I've done it since, and 
uh, I haven't had many concussions since. So, yeah, I broke. Um, I I crushed my skull on the left side, like on my forehead, right above my eye, oh. and I like crushed it in four spots. And then uh, my nose is all jacked up. That's why it's still crooked. I should have got it fixed, but I didn't. And uh, broke my eye socket. I crushed my skull in my eye socket. Broke oh. two vertebrae in my back. Yeah, it was. Dude. It was insane, dude. Like, my face, I got pictures of my face that are just, did, like, unreal. Did it hurt unbelievably, or was it sort of almost not hurting because it was so numb and so... Yeah, it, it really didn't hurt that bad. That's what was crazy. So, um, but they brought me in the hospital, and that was the first time I've ever rode an ambulance. So, it, it was, I knew it was serious sin, and my dad wasn't there, and I called him while I'm on the ground. I'm like, I don't want to take the ambulance. I know how expensive it is. He's like, yeah, I know, but, like, how bad do you think it is? And then right when I said that, my face started swelling up to where I couldn't see. And I'm like, I need an ambulance right now. Like, <laughs> and, yeah. And um, oh. so they brought me, and they put me in the ICU right away, which I thought was a big extreme. Mm-hmm. Like, the the people next to me, it was, it was really weird. Like, the people to my right and to my left were, like, dying. And I'm like, I'm not dying. Like, I'm, and they're like, no, no, you, you've got bleeding in your brain. And I'm like, Oh crap! And uh, I didn't really like, realize all that, but uh, I think they told me that just to kind of calm me down because I was trying to like sit up and say I want to yeah. see my family. I haven't yeah, had yeah. water. I got dirt all in my throat. You won't let me get water. Yeah. Like uh, I can't even breathe. I can't talk. Like oh, I want to get it out of this ICU room. So oh. right away they moved me to ICU. I was there for a couple of days. Couldn't eat. Couldn't drink for like a whole day. And then they realized they were going to do surgery, cut me from ear to ear, and peeled my face back and put oh. a plate in my forehead. Yeah, dude. So if I if you uh, see me on track walk or whatever, if anyone sees me, that's why you could kind of see a scar on either side of my By your, my hair when I got a cut short yeah, enough. Yeah. You can see the scar going up. So wow. Um, so how? That's, that's why I have this. How scar. long until you wrote again, or how do you remember everything? Obviously, you do. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was. Uh, yeah, after that, I was like, dude, I was in the hospital bed. My my dad had drove from Houston to San Antonio, my whole family. My girlfriend was there, um, a couple close friends, and I was like, I'm done. You know, I've been working. Yeah. I've been a privateer since I turned pro. I was super close to making it. Like, I am done. I've been struggling to make money. Like, why am I even doing this? And yeah. so I quit right then. I was like, dude, I'm done. Like, I'm yeah. going to work at the shop. Right. Um, yeah, and I, I, I took me six months until I was released throughout again. Okay. And um, I was like, all right, I'll just, I'll just ride for fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, and right. sure. I, I got on the bike, and for some reason, after taking that one off, I've never been off a dirt bike for that long in my life. So, I just, I felt like a new person. Like I don't know what it was, but like, I was on the bike, flowing so good, going so fast. I couldn't mm-hmm. go faster, long, but I was like, yeah. Dude, I, I'm back. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, dude. I'm back, and uh, yeah. So I was like, Houston Supercross was a month away, and I was like, oh, let's let's go for it. I'm gonna take this year off from racing super seriously. I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna work at the shop, make some money, uh-huh. save up, and go to racing next year. That's what I'm gonna do. So I raced Houston Supercross. I missed the main by like 
two spots in the TPT class. I was so bummed. <laughs> right. Only had two days on Supercross track before that. That's so and... how it works in life. That's so how like life works. It's, it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so unprepared. And I almost made the main. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And, yeah. And so then I raced uh, two outdoors, Colorado and – oh, no, three outdoors in Millville and Redbud while I was working – not riding at all. Yeah. Just went to go racing for fun, qualified for all three, almost top 20 at Millville. I got 21st. And, um, yeah, and then I just got ready for the next year. And, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was a really, really scary injury. And, oh, uh, is it ever? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's in my past. But so you still got a steel plate in your face? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like a, it's like plastic almost. Oh, okay. Tie. Not like steel. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a, they call it like a mesh. So you don't, kind of you don't plastic set stuff. off any alarms and x-rays or nothing? No. Um, no. All uh, my wrists and hands do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, what year were you born? I was born in 93. Okay. So yeah. you were pretty little, but at one time, your dad, Sean, um, mm-hmm. and, and Honda of Houston was massive, man. Like at one time, it was yeah. a huge place, had a whole semi for amateur, it ran Honda support. And it was the place to to go for amateur racing and for Texas motocross in general. Um, that's a pretty cool time for you, I imagine. Yeah. Even though you were pretty little. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I remember it all. And I even, I mean, my last few years in amateur, the race team went away before I turned A. So uh-huh. my last B year, when I won the championship at Loretta's in College Boy, um, we were still under the 18-wheeler. Not as good support as we got from Honda, but they were kind of slowly backing off. Mm-hmm. And so I remember it all. You know, I remember, I remember JG staying at my house for like a couple of weeks before like uh, one of the Texas Nationals, uh, like Whitney and Oak Hill, oh, yeah. and yep. like meeting JG for the first time when I was like I don't know seven or eight years old, mm-hmm. and he was, dude, he was my idol. Like he, him yeah. and Alessi were battling on eighty yep. fives, yeah, like. Yeah. Villapoto was right there too. I hated Villapoto and Alessio because I love Josh so much. <laughs> love Josh Grant. And, yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he was so sick. And I remember, I mean, I remember Will and Tommy Hahn going through it. Uh, Weimer. Right. Um, yeah, Alessio yeah. kind of got some help through it. I mean, Jessica Patterson, of course, yeah. was with us for a long time, and that was really cool. And and even riding for the race team, it was like, it, I mean, it was like a dream come true. Is going an amateur, and then I went yep. from all the support to being one of the best amateurs in the country, winning Loretta's and just being top five everywhere. Even in my last A class year, I almost won Loretta's again Mm -hmm. to being like, what the hell happened? They're going to buy a bike. Yeah. Do I got to buy a bike? Do I got to, yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my next year was fine with that Cowie deal. Yeah. Yeah. But kind of factory support Cowie, but um, that whole deal folded. And then I'm just like, Wow, I've I've never really been in the situation to try to yeah. put it all together myself, and my dad kind of at the time was burnt out on it or not. I mean, yeah, a little bit burnt out yeah. on it, and he got really big into mountain biking. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So yeah, um, he's a huge cyclist now. So I'm just kind of like just all myself, just kind of make stuff happen. I uh, I worked Honda Support in 1998 at Loretto, so you would have been five, and uh, I was working oh. for I was working for FMF Honda for Danny Smith and. Yeah. I I was there for to work on Hondas and 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 Honda Houston was there and that's when I first met your dad and and actually someone under the truck at Loretta's borrowed me a CR250 that was bored out to like a 330 for the industry race. I rode I raced the industry race at Loretta's 
on a Honda Houston bike. And, uh, wow, that's sick. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It vibrated like crazy. But but I got to ride Loretta, so that was kind of cool. And uh, I think your dad and um, who's the guy that passed away uh, that got hit by a car? Mark Manis. Mark was there. He was a super Mark, nice yeah. guy, man. Um, yeah, he was a genius, dude. Yeah, dude. He was. It was so sad when I heard your dad was with them, right? A bunch of guys from the shop. When no, uh, one guy from oh. the shop, the uh, he was this, he was a general manager at the time. His name was Grant, and okay. uh, no, we were all in Mammoth actually. You know, oh, okay. racing, like yeah, my first time going to Mammoth, and uh, they had to stay back because they had to work or something like that. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I'll, we I'll, all got the news, and it was it was really sad because we were in California. Yeah, what a nice guy he was. Yeah. He was he was a great guy. People don't know it was Mark and Grant on on a bicycle ride uh, in, on lunch hour mm-hmm. or whatever they whatever. And yeah. uh, got hit by a car uh, on a road bike, right? Or a mountain bike. I don't know. I think it was a yeah. road bike. And uh, and Mark passed away. And he's a really nice guy. Yeah, for... Grant, Grant ended up passing away, too. And, yeah, oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they never even – it was a hit and run, you know? And, like, they never – still, they tried to reopen the case, like, five years ago or so. They never caught the guy? Newly... No way. No. I did not know no, that. Never. Oh, yeah. that's even worse. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, yeah great – a couple of great guys from Honda Houston. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Mark. Mark like taught Naveen a whole lot. That was oh, did he? Yeah, cool. yeah. Yes, and then Naveen uses narrative. Yeah, no, eventually go work for Geico, and and then uh, he's doing his own thing. Yeah, now, so. um, yeah, and he's he's super smart motor guy also. Um, so, anyways, uh, hey, so I talked to a guy, a mutual friend of ours, about you a little bit before this podcast, and he told me that you really were a late bloomer. Uh, in sixties, eighties, uh, you you know you were you were okay, but you weren't that great of a rider. You weren't taking that seriously, and then you started really coming on later and and captured those Loretta's titles, like you said. Uh, would you agree with that? Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Wait, who did you talk to? Who did you talk to? I, I can't give my Does sources away. Schmetti Schmay. <laughs> it may or may not rhyme with Schmetti Schmay. <laughs> but no, yeah, Eddie, uh, Eddie told me or Schmetti told me that you were a real late bloomer. Like you have an unlikely uh, pro career as far as as fast as as how fast you are. Yeah, like I even even I really Steve, honestly, like I never even. Uh, thought of it even when I was on 85s like I remember going from the kid being on 65s racing going to all the amateur nationals having the sick bike having the sick setup right. and uh, watching I was just watching everyone you know, watching JG watching the Han brothers and I was thinking man that is so cool man they're right. so fast and I'm like I'm never going to be like that I'm just yeah. this kid getting lapped I remember getting lapped by Villapoto I remember because they were doing super mini like seven to sixteen, and I like just turned like seven, and I got on eighty five. Uh huh. And yeah, and like getting lapped by Villapoto at Ponca, and I'm just like, wow, these guys are so fast, you know? Like, yeah, like this is awesome. Look uh, how fast they are. They're lapping me. <laughs> yeah, I like just I was just watching them, and then just I think by watching all of them, like mm-hmm. later in my eighty five days, like um, in super mini, really is when it just started clicking and I started riding more and yep. then uh just from watching all of them I learned so much stuff and my dad helped me out. He just my dad really never pushed me, you know, he was just like, do whatever you want, dude. Like Yeah. 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 If he, you he, if you want to try to go pro, let's go for it. But if not, just he was ride uh, for fun. So, he was not yeah. Tony Alessi is what you're saying? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. So yeah, I was really a late bloomer, you know. I mean whereas I tried so many years, even started on sixty fives. 
and wouldn't even make it to the regionals. And then I didn't make it until I was on super minis my last year when I was 15. So um, it took a long time. I started trying when I was like yeah. eight or nine years old. So. And then, yeah, so then just something clicked in you, and you're like, hey, wait a minute. Like, I, I want to be a pro. I want to be Will Hahn or Tommy Hahn or Josh Grant or whatever, right? Like, Yeah, exactly. Um, what's one thing you would, if you could wave a magic wand and help your programmed out, What uh, what's one thing you'd like to do? Obviously, I mean, you, don't say a money tree because that's really easy, but um, mm-hmm. what, what would really help you out? Uh, uh, I'd like to find a ride for my bike so I could fly the races. Yeah, yeah, uh, big help, hey. huh? Yeah, but I'm I'm working on that just for these uh, next few, or at least Minneapolis and uh, Jersey, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I'm trying to figure that out. But um, either, yeah, either getting a ride for my, for my bike so I could fly or, um, I don't know, getting a trainer. Yeah. I, I, I worked with Swanee last year. Oh, okay. Yep. And he was helping me out a whole lot. I stayed at Cooper's house for three or four weeks. I'm good. I'm really good friends with Coop. I've been friends with him since we were like super young. We've always racing with each other. So um, yeah, Coop helped me out, and Seth actually helped me out last year quite a bit. I'm good friends with them too. So they were kind of my my helping like training buddies, and then Swanee was giving me a program. Mm-hmm. And help me out. I still had to spend some money on it, and unfortunately, I just this year I can't yeah. really afford it. I've been having to spend a lot of money on uh, just regular bills and this new sick bike and uh, <laughs> the new sick I, bike. Yeah. yeah, last year I was doing a little bit better, so I was able to make some more money so I could pay a trainer. So um, yeah, I, I wish I had a trainer back again or a program at least. Who's your mechanic? I have a mechanic. Uh, that's what I'm lucky to have is. Uh, my mechanic Matt Landry is from Louisiana. He worked for uh, Lance Vincent before. He's worked oh, for Lance Vincent. Uh, what happened to Lance Vincent? Yeah, he's working on oil field in West Texas. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, he's he's got two boys. He uh, oh. yeah, his last year when he raced for Mun, he did really good in East Coast. I think he got a a six was his best finish. He almost got a fifth. Yep. But um, yeah, he he just didn't really like that bike and. Huh. He was just doing, not doing very good at outdoors, and he just got over it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He just got burned out, or he just right. He was super sick, but he just he, he just was. He got yeah. He, he jumped a lot. He jumped a lot of stuff. Yeah, he had six out for sure. Yeah, for um, sure. But, so, anyways, um, your mechanic? Yeah, my mechanic. Yeah, Matt Landry. He's from Louisiana, and he lives with me. Well, he's about to live with me, and mm-hmm. uh, my my sponsor helps out um, with that too. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that's a quick company. So he's he's a driver. He's driving with you everywhere. Uh, I wouldn't call it that. Nah. I, I would truck through the late hours of the night before he will all day. <laughs> all day long. He, he he gets a couple hours sometimes in the nighttime. He's like, oh, I'm yep. tired. But uh. he's been doing a lot better lately since I've been kind of kind of <laughs> nagging him about Get, it. Getting on. So he's, um, yeah. What about Daytona this weekend? you looking forward to it? It's a different race. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that was my first main event in. Uh, oh, cool. In yeah, in sixteen. That's my. I I won there when I raced it in twenty twelve too in A class. Uh huh. So I have a little bit of history at Daytona. I think the the sand really helps me out because there's a lot of sandy tracks back in Houston. Mm-hmm. I'm used to in kind of more outdoor style, more of a outdoor rider. I'm still trying to figure out the Supergirls thing. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Yes, it's it's it's. I like it. I'm excited for it for sure. Um, is Three Palms still around? Is it the flood got it, or is it okay to ride now? No, the flood got it for sure. But that always, I always like it more after the floods because I mean we have them <laughs> so often here that right. <laughs> It brings the sand up, so the tracks will get sandier and more gnarly. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Good, good, yeah, good place. Yeah, I don't really uh, ride there much. I have a private track and a supercross track and corner track and outdoor track that I can... Oh, jeez, uh, look at you. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I go home so often. <laughs> that's yeah. why I was saying that. It's, uh, yeah. I got a, I got a good program back yeah. home, and uh, yeah, I'm it, very fortunate it, to have these private tracks. It's worth it. Like, like I said, Seven Deuce Deuce was on the road with Teddy Park. So was his brother, Tyler. Tyler, one time before a Supercross race, just practiced, like, in these trails in the woods. Like, that's all he could yeah. ride is, like, you know, having a tracks and a program is much better um, than just staying yeah. out on the road. It's pretty tough to do. Yeah, but it sucks when you live in Houston because you'll have the Supercross track that's sick, and then it's raining yeah. the True. whole True. winter se- season. Yeah. And so I'm riding outdoors, and if I can even ride, but I haven't been riding lately because I'm not But before... The first, I mean, I went to California two weeks or a week before A1, and that was seriously like my first solid week of Supercross because all the rain back then. Yeah, jeez, yeah, that's so. Awesome. Usually, yeah, usually I just ride outdoors, and then I, I go to the races, Supercross races on the weekend. Just like, I think it kind of helps corner speed though a little bit. Yeah, but, um, yeah. it it kind of throws me off. So yeah, it's it's not easy. Uh, Max eighteen is the code to use at Racetech. Racetech dot com. Have you ever used Racetech van or no? No, unfortunately not. Okay. I've been a, a factory connection guy. You've been always been, yeah. Obviously with the with the Honda Houston, uh, use code PulpMX18 to save with Racetech. Get your suspension oil changed to get it revalved right, get it sprung right for you. And FXR Racing, you see FXR, Kyle Peters, Jimmy D, just a few of the guys running FXR. It's out there everywhere right now. Van Martin, I don't know if you yeah, see FXR. Sure. It, it looks good too. I like the. The new gear. They're making a push. Pulpamex 30, Martin Van, if you go on the website and just uh, use that code, Van, and you can save it at fxrracing.com. <laughs> I know. For sure. A guy who hasn't bought gear probably one time in his life. <laughs> but <laughs> go to go to FXR Racing when you do buy gear. Um, Privateer Island Life with Van Martin. Well, cool, man. Hey, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Anything else? Did we miss anything? Do we do we, do we have to touch on anything? What else? Uh, I don't know. I, um... I guess my injuries, like I said before, I was. I wanted to kind of tell everyone how, like, when I turned pro, you know, everything was going good in 2012, and I went to the last four outdoors after almost winning a championship in 450A at Loretta's, and uh, getting seven out of eight motos in the last four outdoors, I got top 20. Yeah. And yeah, and privateer on a Honda. That was before I got that Cowie deal, and then I got the Cowie deal, broke my wrist at four Supercross, missed Supercross race outdoors on a 450 that I was uh, kind of given but had to give back. And I got a few top 20s, missed a two-digit by a couple of spots in the 450 class as a rookie on a Cowie. That kind of sucked. And then um, after that year, um, going into 2014, I was feeling really good in Supercross. Broke my wrist. Had a really gnarly wrist injury and had to get a big old plate and some screws in it. And then went and raced outdoors. That was in 14, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yep. Got a few top 20s. Missed a two-digit number by a couple spots again. And then that, after that year, I had my big face injury going into 15 in my back. Took that whole year off. Worked a normal job like normal people. And decided I was going to go racing in 16 again. Broke my collarbone at A1 in the 450 class. I was going to do 450 <laughs> West, 250 East. Yep. <laughs> 
had a surgery, missed uh, four for D, and I luckily came back after about a week before uh, Dallas or Atlanta, whatever it was, first East Coast. Did really good, made four main events, got a 16th, was my best finish, and then got a uh, keep you top 20s in outdoors in 16, got a two-digit number, and then that leads into this year where um, everything's gone decent. There's a couple of injuries I missed in the middle there. I broke my hand really gnarly one time. That was what I wanted to talk about. That, yeah. yeah. That was an injury. At Pro Challenge, um, after – what year was it? Uh, oh, it was after 14. No, no, it wasn't. It was going into 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. after 13, going into 14. Okay, so I just got back on Hondas. Gonna do my own privateer thing. I life life was good. Which, life was good on Hondas, wasn't it, man? Yeah, life is really good on Hondas. Always <laughs> ride red, bro. <laughs> ride red. Uh, not you, Steve. You hate the new Hondas, but <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm RM Army. I am RM RM Army. Yeah, RM Army. Did you got the dog the dog tag? Yeah, right? yeah. No, no. I'm good, dude. You should ride yellow. We uh, we're great. Okay. If I get free bikes, I will ride anything. <laughs> Van Martin now on TMs. <laughs> Dude, I seriously will. Um, but no, I was going to talk about my hand yeah. injury, which is really, really crazy. It was that Pro Challenge, which race many familiar or people are familiar with. Yeah, big names come, big money, yeah. all that. Yep. And uh, I had this really crazy crash in a fast section. I like high sided really hard, going like fifth gear tapped, and um, I I don't know how, but the way the bars flopped, I got up, thought I was fine. Went to grab my bike, said, ooh, my hand hurts. And I looked down, and my, my bone was sticking out of the top of my glove. Oh, my God. And, yeah, and there was blood gushing everywhere. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's this is not, not good. It's not good. It's not good. And I ran over this flogger. He looks at me. He turns around and throws up. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane. And, like, bone sticking out of the top and bottom of my hand. I'm like, oh, crap. And... And my dad came over. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I can't even show you. I can't show anyone. Let's just go to the hospital. <laughs> and so what ended up happening was somehow when I crashed going that fast and the bars slapped, when I was going over the bars, somehow the brake lever went all the way through my hand. And what? it pushed out a piece of bone that was like like an inch uh, long in my middle finger. Or no, my, um, my ring finger. Hold on. Yeah. The lever went through your hand. Yes. All the way through. How is that possible? Dude, just, just think going so fast that when you high side and your bars just slap, like yeah. slap the tank, just going as fast as you can. And high siding, just like me flipping over the side. Dude. And the bars snapping. Um, oh, my God. It just, yeah. I had a brake lever go to my hand. You could literally see through my hand oh like when i yeah when i pulled in the emergency room i showed the lady i'm like get me in a room right now i need i need drugs like yeah yeah i need yeah, some medicine is... right now so i can feel better because this is hurting and she's like did you get shot <laughs> <laughs> i'm like no and so they did surgery that night to put all the pieces back in place they were missing a piece so they kind of had to leave a a gap in there. I had this big external fixator thing, like this big crane looking thing coming out of my hand. I can send you a picture of that too. It's pretty gnarly looking, but, um, 
Yeah, and so then I had to have surgery a week later to take a bone out of my hip and put it in my hand, plate it down, and that was all done before um, the 2014 season. And, yeah, I came wow. into Dallas barely riding yeah. again, getting ready for East Coast. Dude, yeah. that's crazy. So that was another injury I missed. And then yeah. I broke my wrist that first race. Yeah, people, people don't understand life on the island is rough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know we all hear about all these injuries like Cole Seeley and and Kenny Roxon and like we, we, you know they, they're hurt bad too and but we monitor them and we we check on them and we we you know we see how it's going and everything else and there's dudes like you that have brake levers through their hand and their face smashed in and we just don't ever ever hear about it you know yeah yeah ever. and like I I rode up the elevator with Kenny um, at Tampa and I was like I've never really talked to him I think he's super sick like I look up to that dude. But um, so it sucks to see him get hurt. So I was just talking to him a little bit. I think he knows who I am. I figured he would. And I was like, hey, buddy, how's everything going? He's like, oh, just trying to heal up, you know. And I'm yeah. like, he's like, yeah, just it just really sucks. It's really frustrating. Like it's, it's back-to-back. And I'm just like, oh, dude, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I yeah, know, I, I am, <laughs> I am yeah. fully aware of trying to get going and then and get stopped on the treadmill and trying to get back on the treadmill again and, you know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I just looked at him. I said, "I know." And like, <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you, yeah, you get it, dude." Yeah, yeah, yeah. you must have had some injuries. Yeah, absolutely. I, like, I can only tell you, dude. Well, hey, man, yeah. thank you, uh, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Love sharing the story. Love hearing about life on the island as a privateer. And like I said, there's a lot of cool guys in the pits that have a lot of interesting and and cool stories that make people want to cheer for you, you know, and, and make people want to see you do well. And this is uh, this is one of them. So. Um, thanks. Yeah. yeah, thanks for. Uh, thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. No, thanks, thanks for coming on the FXR Race Tech Privateer Island Life, Van Martin. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Uh, talk to you soon.